Um, good morning to everybody. We're here again on another episode of the An African Conquering the World podcast. I'm in Lagos in the office, and this is another two episodes from the office. Uh, this is episode 15 and hopefully 16, and we're going to talk today largely about our cities. So uh, around me today in the office, I have Busola, um, Kene, and Ade. So we'll just have a little light discussion about our cities, the way they are planned, the architecture in the cities, and if there's a way forward. So I'll start, I'll, I'll start, I'll start this conversation. Now, I, I, I just came back from, the, from site super, super, supervision in Accra, and I realized that uh, the, our cities are planned the same way. I, I, I've been writing for a while about the negatives of the way our cities are planned. For instance, in Europe, if we forget all the environmental factors, the, the cities are planned very tightly so that the buildings are next, almost next to each other, eliminating the need for side setbacks and, and, and things like that. But, and I noticed in African cities, this is problem number one for me. In an African city, that side setback becomes such an eyesore and makes buildings so far from each other that the cities cannot be used by pedestrians. You, are, you have to have a car. And governments can never afford to put enough walkways around the cities as they are planned for, for us to have these walkable cities. So it means that off the bat, our cities cannot be sustainable. Because a sustainable city that, that conserves our energy has to be as compact as possible. That's number one. Secondly, I noticed that in the setbacks, besides setbacks, especially when we build office buildings, we have these long strips of windows that never open because the offices are all air-conditioned. Mm -hmm. And the argument of the setback is that you want air and light to flow through into the buildings. But if the building never uses the light from it, the lights are always on in the building. The air that is used in the building is recycled air-conditioned. Mm -hmm. What's the essence, and, and the air-conditioned is usually either from the roof or from the front of the building, depending on the distance. What's the essence of having these side setbacks that become an eyesore and even the owners of the land don't know what to do with them? They can't last landscape them properly and they can't add them into the site. That's two. Three, there's the issue of approval, city planning and urban planning, which is a big issue for us. Not that we can't plan, but the problem is that the people who are approving the drawings of architects and engineers within the city planning office in the government are typically not the taste makers in the city. Let me explain to you. When you're in university, there are certain groups of people who are quite good at the job of design, but also know how to make, how to make things as tasteful as possible. Now, my argument is that perhaps we should have a because this is not a big thing that the government has to change the way it operates. Mm -hmm. But if the government can capture from school, like how them KPMG capture the most intelligent and amenable people mm -hmm. to work for them, the government can capture the most radical taste makers mm -hmm. and allow them to have their input as workers inside the approval offices. Mm -hmm. It means that off the table, the government has made a city tasteful. Because those kind of people would make the city a constant design exercise. Mm. And it's always improving. So the architects that are, and, the, and the urban plans that are bringing new work to be approved mm -hmm. are not bringing the work and, and approving it because of how well they design. But they are bringing it as a competition with what would have otherwise been done, which is even, might even be better than what you have conceived in the, in the comfort of your office. So the, the government has to find these people. 
And I, I can explain to you how they can do it but they can do it as we go along. But they need to find these people and make their lives as comfortable as possible mm -hmm. so that they can make our cities tasteful. The problem with the African city is that it's distasteful from design. Mm -hmm. And it's not, by, it's not a problem of the guy who designed it. It's the problem of the administrators mm -hmm. who, can, uh, who reduce the built-up areas from a built mass into these little built areas and these are rules that are designed in a way that, for instance, hawkers are not captured and things like that. And so we lose the beauty of our cities. So I'll open the floor up to everybody. I think that was, um, that was a comprehensive enough opening so. Okay. Um, okay, I'll take points. The, the second and the third question or points that you raised. The, the second one was concerning the setbacks. Um, before I say that, before I go into that, I'd like to say that I think Ibadan is a tasteful city. It was just uh, poorly maintained, just like almost everything in Africa. Because honestly, Africa is a country. Our problems are not too different from anyone else's um, in terms of our neighbors. <clears throat> now, concerning setbacks, if you go to if you go to the CBD Marina. Um, you can see two obvious things. The first one is not everyone was, um, or it wasn't every building that they mandated they, you know, use those setbacks yes. or okay. build with those setbacks. Okay. So the idea of the setbacks was already defeated. Okay. Two, Lagos stinks. Lagos is disgusting. It wasn't always disgusting. It wasn't always, but it is. Okay. So the idea of the setbacks will not work. Hmm. Do you get? Hmm. Like, I'm not saying those setbacks will necessarily provide the best sort of ventilation, hmm. right? Hmm. But think of think of the raining season. Okay. Mm -hmm. Think of early, uh, sorry, early morning Hamatan, mm -hmm. late evening evening Hamatan. Mm -hmm. You don't need air conditioning. You really don't. You don't even need to crack but, but, open your windows that much yeah, for but, ventilation. Yeah, but people still use air conditioning. It's yes, not a bad habit we Yes, have. now, but you see, that that is that itself is a different problem. The use the the use of air conditioning when there's no need mm. is a complex. Mm. Is a way of showing your wealth mm -hmm. or showing that you are monks. Mm -hmm. Ah, me, I can't live without ECU. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Not that I'm saying there aren't unbearably hot days. There are. Obviously, but it's more it's more quote and unquote packaging. Mm -hmm. Like I keep telling I keep telling people, Magoto is one of the best ventilated places in Lagos because and, it's. And why would that why, why why would that argument make sense? Because you see the thing is, at least in the places that they've really stepped their foot down or put their foot down rather uh -huh. and said okay you can't have this kind of buildings here you can't have this kind of this, this uh -huh. certain buildings uh -huh. you can see uh -huh. why or you can see how it is a very like you know it's, it's a very comfortable place to live in like for instance my the, the clothes i live in for example it's actually pretty there's a lot of undulating around the Magulo, so you get really cool breezes in the morning especially if you're on Elevated. one of the hills do you get what i mean but it is annoying because my neighbor decided to sell part of her land and some neanderthal came to build one house there and that already blocks the ventilation pathway no pause on that i wanted you to get to ventilation pathways it's lazy mm. to assume that 
every building and its setbacks. Mm. That the setbacks become a ventilation pathway. Okay. So those, those I don't mind if mm. in cities when they are being planned, mm. we make we, we track the wind flow mm-hmm. and make purposely designed ventilation gaps mm-hmm. and height use yeah. exactly. But if if you just say you can't oh, assume everywhere, you can't assume yeah. everywhere every set because and some setbacks are just placed in the wrong position. For and you. just like that, we come to the third point you raised about urban planners mm-hmm. and their tastelessness. Mm-hmm. That is an urban planner's job. To be tasteless. No, 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 not to be tasteless. Okay. To to be able to see that these areas, they are poor ventilation channels. Mm-hmm. You need more setbacks or larger setbacks mm-hmm. than usually required, mm-hmm. and these kind of buildings cannot exist here. But mm-hmm. you don't do that. That and that's what I'm saying because no, those no. fellows aren't the most. There's a difference in our profession between if you don't have it, you don't have exactly. It's the guy who knows how to make things tasteful. For instance, you design it. Two people design a bottle. They all hold water. They hold the same fifty ml of water. But one is so tasteful that it transcends being a water bottle. It becomes an object of art and a statement in your home. Case in point, the Snapple glass bottle. That's what I'm saying. It's not a sustainable drink, bottle. Exactly. People drink Snapple to keep easily. the bottle. But everyone wanted a Snapple glass bottle. That's what our cities must be. Our cities must become Snapple glass bottles. We are by no means promoting Snapple. But we're not promoting Snapple. Yeah. Apart from if they want to sponsor. Yeah. yeah. So Snapple. Yeah. Hit us up. Yes. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. So. That's the, that, for me, that, that's the problem. Because if, if, if we look at our urbanism as mm-hmm. an isolated... Because what, what an, an urban plan has become mm-hmm. is a drawing of grids on a paper. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's more, Which is it's a lot more than The that. grids have nothing... Look, if you don't make the right roads mm-hmm. and people find it hard to go around, mm-hmm. it's a bad thing. But it's worse if people can't live in the city. And even worse when the space is wasted for them not to be able to live in the city. I think the problem with one of the problems with our cities is that I think as our people evolved as Africans, we become extremely lazy. Okay. You know, if you look if you look at our history of Africa, it's like uh, some of the history of Africans and how they moved. Mm. I mean, take take the Bible stories. Look mm-hmm. at how com- com- communities and people traveled. Mm-hmm. It was always on foot. I think we've lost that. And that is very clear in the way we plan cities. People don't want to walk anymore. Yes. Yeah, but you can't, you can't blame them. Of course you can. But you can't really blame them because there are no pathways of walking. Okay, today, yeah, I, my yeah. meeting was at Raymond and Job. Mm-hmm. And I walked from the office on our world here mm-hmm. to Raymond and Job. And which is not a long Which walk. is not a long walk. It's not... It's, 10 minutes of walk. Last, last, carry umbrella. Do you understand? But the problem is, do you want to always carry umbrellas? Why are there no trees? Why are there no canopies? Why are there no... Pa- Again, to my airflow paths and spaces where people can walk. Yeah. These things need to be planned. We have a very hot city, very but we've planned it as though we're in Europe. And we have these... Do you understand? Um, yeah. the, 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 the biggest issue I have with urban planning is how the urban planner sees every building on his plan as a 20-story, 50-story high-rise building that's going to cast a shadow. Yeah. 
Because a bungalow doesn't cast a shadow. A duplex doesn't cast a shadow. A triplex might not even cast a shadow. If you, if the gaps between your building, for instance, I want to road, the gaps between the building is like 12 meters. There's no height of building on a wall road that casts a 12 meter long shadow at any point of the day. So it means that if you're walking in a wall road, no matter if you're walking from one end to the other, it's a road that is exposed to the sun, so, so you wouldn't want to walk, even with an umbrella. But then you go again to the to the fact that we've not figured out how to design roads. Mm. So we always have this oh, the roads are too expensive. If you make the footpath, you have to trim it. I I don't I think we're not really ready to go that way. If you realize all the problem boils down to not wanting to do things the right way, it should be done. Urban planners have their mindset on when you have done setback, as they are following setback, you can build like that. Do you mm. understand? Mm. And it's not just about these things are. There's more to it than yeah, that. Yeah, they are interwoven. As you said, wind direction, you know, setback, some path, all these things are the ones that add to what makes a design complete to be habitable. And funny so things. We don't, we don't even want to think about being habitable we just want to think about because, because if we're let not, me just get my land and my house uh -huh. if we're not living in it in in, in the urban plans but if he's not living in it he uh, doesn't really care he doesn't really much. care for it like that well that's that brings me to like a point like because i was listening to um for people like james who aren't you know savvy enough to know what twitter spaces are so twitter spaces is uh twitter <laughs> basically their for their own form of um Clubhouse. Now I was okay. on a Twitter space um, hosted by one of my colleagues and they were talking about the frustrations of young architects in mm. the Nigerian mm. industry. Mm. And someone goes, oh yeah, you know, the, the industry for architects in Nigeria is so harsh, being made harsh by all these contractors with money. And it struck me, there actually isn't an industry of, there's, not, there's no architecture industry in Nigeria. I think, oh, were you in the office when we talked about that? No. That I said to, I think it was Ken, Ken that was talking. No, I think you were here. Okay. But I said that the biggest problem we have is that we at HTL don't realize that we are the ground floor of making an industry. There it is in one. We, this is, this, this office, in my mind, is the only part of the, what can be looked at as an industry of architecture in Nigeria because we are trying to make a product, mm -hmm. not a building. An industry pursues a product, architecture pursues a client, mm -hmm. and the client is not a product. And the buildings are not products. And it's a wasteful process because every time we make a building, the building dies before it's built and it's never built again. Shout out Ubosi. <laughs> so 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 you, you, you see where, where the, 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 the issues can come from and, and therefore we have to figure out how to make how to make beautiful cities. Beautiful cities. Well, like, the, you see, there's already well, a template. For me, like, I really don't have an issue with the setback. Like, setback, I, I, I feel it works for the kind of way not, that Not in all cases, though. Where, like, I think my there's own problem is setback. where the setback it's, it's just, is not where Exactly, exactly. Like, last week, last week on my way to work, I was just normal Lagos traffic here. Yeah, I was stuck in traffic for a couple of hours. Yeah. The driver had to maneuver the whole store and then went through the streets. Mm. So, and then something struck me. I was like, 
see, like we just pass through these creed streets and mm, mm. Agueros, like yeah. you just know is a like rough street. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I came out of the road and then I'm seeing glass facades. Yeah. I called it what did I go for? I think facade urbanism style. Yeah, that's that's a good name. It's actually facade urbanism, cardboard facade paper urbanism. modules. That's yeah. what I called it. Where we have all these buildings looking all sent in front, and then at the back is a lot of shit. And then one of my friend, one of my friend now replied to my um, story, yeah. and now said Lagos is going um, gentrification. That's what it is. Lagos has not yet reached. Like who dash Lagos gentrification? Because um, like I don't think there is we can ever be able to like have the yeah get to that point where we have that kind of european taste of streets well that's the no, problem the like, that we, we keep can. thinking we keep no i, I we can't no, because no, no, we're no, not europeans no, 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 no. i think i think i get what he's saying he's, he's not he's not being clear he wants he, what he's trying to say is the kind of street that is tasteful mm, yes. because what we this is a problem also what we think is tasteful 